many of us ever know what it is to become the perfect version of ourselves? This is Decoding Superhuman with your host, Boomer Anderson. All right, all right, superhumans. What are some of the top questions that we get asked, that our advisors get asked? Well, one of them is jet lag. And one of the other ones, particularly earlier this year, was how to deal with the winter blues. And for a while, I had, you know, obvious answers, things like vitamin D, getting sunlight, etc. But one of the tools that became a part of my toolkit lately is a little light that I shine in my ear. And I became so fascinated with this when my jet lag from Argentina back to Europe was virtually zero. And due to that fascination, we're having a conversation today on the podcast. My guest today is Yari Kopanen, and he's a brand ambassador for Human Charger. Before joining Human Charger in 2014, Yari spent more than a decade in different roles in automation industry, delivering and taking care of systems in the mining sector. He's been all over the world visiting exotic mines, think gold, copper, platinum, and so many others and has touched some of the most remote places in the planet. While that may have felt like a privilege, those of us who have done that realize that after a while, privilege becomes curse, and sometimes you have to do it with a little bit of jet lag. Yari actually experimented with an earlier version of the human charger, crossing nine time zones, and he felt extremely positive about that experience. So positive, in fact, that it led him to a career change where he now works with the team at Human Charger to really get the word out to make sure that all of us are aware of this wonderful device's capabilities. And so you can see Yari at almost every biohacking event in the world, whether it be PaleoFX, Upgrade Labs, or the upcoming Health Optimization Summit, FlowFest, etc., which we'll link to all of those in the show notes. And I'm sure you'll run into him at those places. But Yari has a master's degree in technology in engineering from Helsinki University of Technology. He also lives in Switzerland with his lovely wife, two kids, which may have caused him to actually make this career move, and has a wonderful puppy, which we talk about on the podcast. So if you're wondering what this device is, we explain it in detail. Picture it as two lights that go into your ears, and I'm not going to do it justice here, but let's just say that those two lights can work miracles sometimes. And so you put the two lights in your ears for a period of 12 minutes. Yari and I discuss the significance of 12 minutes. We talk a little bit about what spectrums of light go into your ear. I challenge Yari as to how this is effective. We get into the role of opsin and melanopsin and so much more. Yari is extremely entertaining, so you're going to enjoy this podcast end to end, and I encourage you to listen all the way to the end to his final four questions. The show notes for this one are at decodingsuperhuman.com slash humancharger, and if you want to check out the Human Charger yourself, go over to humancharger.com. Enjoy my episode with Yari Kopanen. Our sponsor for today's show is one of the two brands of blue light blockers that I actually recommend using. And I've had the CEO, Matt Maruka, on the show before, and we got into a two-hour-long discussion, which I think to this day is the longest episode of the Decoding Superhuman podcast. But his company, Raw Optics, has made blue light blockers sexy. In fact, I know they worked because I've seen the test results. And the beauty of their product is, is that blue light doesn't get in. 
And if any amount of blue light gets in, that Netflix show that you're watching late at night, that book that you're reading, that email that you're answering is disrupting your sleep. So where do you get yours? Head over to rawoptics.com, plug in the code BOOMER, you'll get 15% off your order. Enjoy. Yari, my friend, welcome to the show. Thanks for the invitation, Boomer. Great to be here. So you've been all over the world lately, bouncing back and forth from every single biohacking conference, but have you had a good time? I had just a fantastic time. The problem is with these long travels and uh, indeed uh, beginning of the April, I was in Upgrade Labs uh, conference in Beverly Hills uh, and that followed the end of the month, uh, two weeks ago, the Paleo FX in Austin is that the, you meet so great people, you get so much homework that it's really challenging to come back and start unpacking your packs, so to say. So work is still ongoing. I, I barely just landed home. <laughs> so let's start this conversation a little bit with just kind of overlaying some issues that exist. Do you mind talking a little bit about winter blues and jet lag and sort of what the extent of the problem is? Exactly, yes. So um, winter blues, as we know, is the uh, lack of the light or the uh, lack of the light during the uh, winter time of the year. And uh, that means that the northern hemisphere, we have the issues uh, somewhere between September to uh, February and the southern hemisphere follows then the opposite of that. Our device, uh, Human Charger, was originally invented uh, exactly to solve the problem of the winter blues. That was the very first uh, issue that uh, our inventors uh, back in 2007 started tinkering around. After that, uh, the, the, our device came out uh, around the first generation, came out 2010. And at the moment, we are selling our third generation device, uh, Human Charger. And until now, we have had uh, about 90,000 uh, people uh, buying, the, buying the device and uh, using it for some one reason or another. You, you mentioned earlier that jet lag, uh, quite rightly, the uh, device uh, help, can help you also with the jet lag in order to help to get you to uh, correct uh, timing or the circadian rhythm, if you will, by helping you to staying awake in a correct time. Uh, ba basically, these both uh, uh, problems you mentioned, uh, the winter blues and the jet lags are related uh, that way in the light, that the lack of the light uh, uh, puts you uh, kind of the, uh, out of the face. And uh, we have been able to provide this uh, pretty innovative solution in order to compensate of that uh, lack of the light. Excellent. And it is an innovative solution that I've been using now for a while. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about, I guess, let's get into a little bit of that uh, jet lag scenario. So going back to how the company got started, or actually winter blues is probably more appropriate, how the company got started. We're in Finland. Do you mind, for, for the non-Finnish listeners uh, listening to this, can you just describe the extent of what a, a Finnish winter is like? 
Exactly. And uh, first of all, uh, let's uh, appreciate the fact that uh, geographically Finland uh, is located north part of the Europe. And actually, it's quite a long, long country. So it takes uh, more than one hour to fly from the south to north. So even within the Finnish context, uh, there's a differences in terms of the light during the summertime and the darkness uh, during the winter time. And uh, our company was uh, founded 2007-2008 uh, uh, in the north part of the Finland in a city called Oulu. Oulu is about uh, one hour drive from the Nordic Circle, and that immediately uh, describes the people, the location in terms of the darkness uh, during the winter time. And uh, back in 2007, two guys uh, living there. Uh, we're having the conversation and the, one of them was the uh, engineer and one was the scientist, the uh, biologist uh, and the engineer fellow uh, had pretty much enough uh, about this uh, darkness in the winter time. He was thinking around uh, how, how should he improve his own situation because he really felt uh, depressed and uh, this is the uh, absolutely not uncommon situation in the north part of Finland and even, even the south part of the Finland. So you can just imagine that the, even the Helsinki, which is the practical the most southest part of the Finland, uh, during the most uh, darkest time of the year, uh, you might get the sun up around 10 a.m., uh, meaning that you start uh, it's dark before that, and after three o'clock it starts getting dark. Uh, so so it means that the uh, in the normal life uh, you are at work maybe 8 a.m. and you leave 4 p.m. in the best case. And that means that it was dark when you arrived there and it's dark when you left there. So that uh, is not a happy place to be <laughs> in, yeah. in, that, in, in that sense. And then we, we put this a little bit in the steroids in the north part of Finland. So it's the, this uh, 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 light period of, during the day is even, even shorter than in Helsinki. So these two fellows uh, sitting in Oulu uh, having the issues uh, and the, the engineer started installing some uh, light panels in his house. And uh, that was around, as I mentioned, 2007. So also the alternatives for the kind of the winter helping lights were not, not that much. So he ended up finding that now he has to pay quite a lot of money in order to do that. And he was complaining that to his uh, biologist uh, scientist friend. And at that time, the uh, scientists had just read some animal studies when they have uh, stimulated the brain of the mouse extraocularly. Extraocularly extra meaning that the light coming out from your visual system. And uh, that was the kind of the birth of the, of the company because the, they realized that the, maybe it is not only the eyes that can be affected the light, maybe even human being can be affected by light without going through the through the eyes. Maybe it is just enough that we get the light to the brain. That was the kind of the birth. And uh, when we think about uh, that uh, uh, two Finnish guys tinkering this kind of the, let's, let's face it, uh, crazy idea, I, I would be not surprised, and this is just me speculating, I don't have any fact here, uh, I would not be surprised that this conversation took place in the dark sauna in the middle of the winter and uh, <laughs> sounds very it's finished not, it, it's not unheard of that there had been maybe some liquids involved with this conversation <laughs> but this is just me speculating I, I don't know that that fact 
nevertheless, uh, that got uh, lots of things moving on. And uh, uh, after two or three years uh, tinkering around, coming with the prototypes, uh, our first uh, generation device came out uh, 2010. And then the, uh, let's call it, uh, that time we called it Valke uh, Valke device was born. Uh, maybe, maybe I just elaborate a little bit here about the name, why we are called Valke. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that because I, I, that's actually something I don't know the answer to. So what is the name based on? Exactly. So uh, today we uh, have rebranded ourselves Human Charger because uh, that uh, for the English speaking world uh, tells a little bit more than the strange uh, uh, string of the letters which called Valke. And uh, actually, in uh, that in Finnish, that means uh, uh, so many things. It has the meaning of the light, fire, warmth, glow. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful name to to uh, really describe what the company is doing. But uh, unfortunately, it's only uh, the population of Finland who gets uh, gets out of that. So at the beginning, of course, uh, the Finland was the kind of the main main target and the main area so Valke was born like that and therefore you see the uh, our company name still uh, still in in Valke so Valke was born then uh, 2010 with the first generation generation device mm -hmm. very cool so let's talk about the device as it is now not to the future release we're we're going to talk about that too but do you mind just describing the device for people and then we'll get into sort of how it works? Absolutely, absolutely. So you have already heard me commenting about the first generation device, third generation device and so forth. But the main main point has always been the same since the beginning. So we have had some kind of the battery pack mm -hmm. and we have had some cable connecting earbuds and the earbuds... Uh, does have the uh, do have the LED uh, included uh, there, and uh, you you just very simply use the device by uh, putting the earbuds on snugly. Uh, they fit very nicely. You push the button, and the timer runs twelve minutes and gives you the your uh, daily dose of the of of the light. So uh, during these uh, all these generation, what has changed is obviously a little bit uh, uh, design in terms of that. Uh, going from the first generation prototype, uh, uh, meaning ugly uh, device, <laughs> to, the, to the very smooth and sleek device uh, what we have now and where we have the earbuds are ergonomically designed and they are fitting very nicely. Sometimes people get a little bit confused when they see the current device and uh, you see that the earbuds are marked L and R, like left and right. And... Uh, that is just a mark so that because it fits nicer, the light is absolutely the same in the both LEDs, but it's a, it a fits fits nicer. So that is kind of the physics how the how the device look like. It looks like somebody has described it like a, a first generation of the iPod. Uh, so you have a button, you put the earbuds on, and you press the button. Yeah, let's let's get into how it works because uh, you and I have exchanged many emails on this, and this has been. Um... A pleasure talking about it. Let's talk about how it works. Exactly. So uh, when you push the button, uh, the this uh, bright light uh, starts flowing. And first of all, the battery source is uh, DC. Uh, that means that there is no any kind of the alternating current uh, or flicker. It is just a steady power which is coming out from the device. 
and it uh, lifts these LEDs and these LEDs uh, are having the uh, fixed spectrum. This means that the color of the light is uh, all the time the same. We are not uh, changing that during this uh, uh, 12 minutes. And by the way, 12 minutes is always the length of the duration of the one session. And this uh, color of the light uh, mimics the full spectrum sunlight, uh, white, white light. Uh, but there is a specific blue peak there in this uh, spectrum and this is exactly this blue peak what we need in order to get us the, uh, the kind of the alerting uh, effect and we definitely need this blue and by the way uh, this blue is exactly the same blue that you try to avoid uh, uh, looking in the e evening uh, during uh, uh, from your device and therefore you are using either the blue blocking glasses or you have some other software uh, uh, smoothening the color of the device. So when we push the button, this uh, uh, steady light start flowing uh, through your ear canals and you, you keep your earbuds on all the time. Uh, they fit practically everybody very nicely because each device comes with the four sizes of the different earbud settings. So everybody can find good uh, set of the earbuds for yourself, depending on the size of the ears. And interesting, <laughs> High-tech detail is that this uh, earbud fitting has uh, two holes in it. So it means that when you put that on your ear, uh, it doesn't block your uh, completely your hearing. So that's why you kind of can even be, uh, have the conversation and you don't get this kind of the claustrophobic feeling if you are completely blocking your ears from the outside influence. So your earbuds are on, uh, the light is flowing. It uh, flows through your ear canal, and uh, we all uh, should know that uh, there's some stuff between the end of the lid and the brain. And uh, by the way, uh, we definitely want to get this light on your brain. Uh, we are not uh, here trying to stimulate anything in the ear. Uh, sometimes you hear people describing slightly uh, uh, wrongly about the uh, mechanism action. But uh, what we try to do, we try to get this light uh, on, on your brain. And everybody can look, uh, for example, with the test with the, and everybody has done this at least as a child with some kind of the flashlight or whatever. You can, for example, to see that the, you put the flashlight going through your finger, you can see that the, some red uh, color is coming from the other side of the finger bone. So uh, that uh, kind of the demonstrates that the, it's not impossible to think that the when this uh, LED uh, uh, emits this light and it goes through your ear canal, it goes through your eardrum, there's some uh, tissue, there's some uh, ear structure. So some of this light is definitely filtered on the way, but enough, enough will reach the brain. Enough will reach the brain and uh, on the brain there are uh, light receptors, uh, proteins called opsins. And these opsins are not that much different uh, what you have in a very concentrated way on a retina on the eye. Yeah. But these are all over the brain. And when the light reads these uh, uh, opsins, uh, uh, light receptors, uh, it affects on your neural circuits. It affects on the level of your hormones like dopamine, serotonin, nor adrenaline. And uh, these are the hormones that are giving you the uplifted uh, feeling. And sometimes I describe it like... Uh, bit of the mental slap in the face 
that uh, when when you use the device. So therefore, you kind of the, could uh, imagine or the uh, consider our device as uh, keeping you awake device, and uh, that also when you have this in your mind helps you to think about. Uh, how and when you should be using it. <laughs> so, so funny when you tell me to kind of supercharge myself at night is just sort of a fun experiment. That's a good excuse for me to just keep myself up all at night, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. So a uh, couple of questions that come to mind after you went through that, and thank you for going through that in such detail. What's the significance of 12 minutes? Is 12 minutes any better than 20 minutes? Is, it, is that a significant time period? Yes, uh, you are definitely not the first one to ask this question. And uh, uh, definitely uh, that is not the kind of the absolute truth in that sense that the, when the team did the uh, design and the trials at the research and development phase, uh, of course, uh, we were testing with uh, different intensities, uh, different lengths, and it was considered that within this 12-minute period, uh, you reach uh, kind of the alertness uh, up to the level that uh, the longer period doesn't necessarily bring you that much more, but the shorter period uh, would, uh, would kind of require a little bit more. So it is a bit of the rule of the thumb. And uh, we, uh, when you push the button in normal settings, uh, the timer is always with just 12 minutes. And we have done also all our studies within this regime. So therefore, you see us referring to the uh, dosage of the, of the 12 minutes. Uh, it's good to know that uh, it is possible within the device to take the time and also the intensity down. You can keep pressing the on button uh, uh, and it uh, after a while it kind of the circles down to the 75% of the timing and the intensity, 50% and 25%. And we have found out that this for some people who may feel that the intensity of the light is too much, they might be uh, feeling better with uh, with the lower intensity. But uh, almost anybody who uses the device uses it with the standard standard setting. But uh, that's also uh, we, we have found out that the, it is possible to uh, change these settings by mistake. And uh, if you have not really read your manual, you think that now something got wrong uh, or device is broken when you only get the six minutes uh, uh, dose instead of 12 minutes. But uh, it's very easy to get it back. Just keep pushing the button and you can circle back to the full full settings. Okay. So now transferring over to opsins, the most famous one being melanopsin, right? Now, if... I have this right now. We were exchanging messages on this last night. Would it? Did the engineer, original engineers, uh, look at shining light just directly into the eyes, um, or is there any particular reason why the ear was a more of a focus? Um, I guess that the point was uh, trying to find something that uh, would take away, for example, any kind of the. Uh, issue that you would get from light putting the light uh, through the eyes. We know about the blue light hazard. Uh, we people can have uh, issues with uh, looking the light for the longer period of time. And and now in this detail, I definitely have to speculate uh, in that sense that the I doubt that, that there was one-to-one -one comparisons uh, in terms of the efficacies uh, 
but uh, what what we have find out and maybe gives a little bit the direction of the uh, answer what we have been looking is the length of the session so if we compare the um, light therapy devices which you enjoy the traditional method to the eyes uh, it appears it appears to be that the uh, duration is recommended by the manufacturer be anything between 30 minutes to one hour for the one kind of the dose or your daily duration if you are for example using the device to help you the, the, with the winter blues and uh, we did find out that uh, putting the light to the ear and uh, i mean we have to accept the fact that this sounds very strange but uh, putting the light through the ear to the brain uh, will give you the similar effect uh, within 12 minutes that you should need to uh, stand in front of the normal panel this half an hour to one hour so this is of course of course the and now i'm putting definitely my salesman hat on uh, the i'm saying that this is the benefit of our solution uh, comparing the other solution which definitely have also the place uh, place for sure in the in the people's life uh, another benefit, if you may uh, me continue, is the def definitely portability. So in our uh, device, you just put this literally same way as the iPod or iPad, uh, the or the iPod uh, in in your pocket. Uh, you put the earbuds on and uh, you push the button, and next 12 minutes uh, you are receiving this uh, light therapy. And practically the only limitation is that the earbuds are not falling out from your from your ears this means that the, you can continue doing your breakfast you can walk around the house if you are using this in the morning time you can do your meditation we definitely recommend that you are not operating any kind of the high high machinery or the heavy machinery if you have anything in your ears not only our device so I shouldn't be riding my bike to the gym like I am now with my human charger. That that is that is that is maybe maybe not recommended. As I would not also recommend to listening any anything because you want to be aware what's what's happening in your in your life. So, but uh, just to kind of to coming back to your your question, the comparing the uh, anything what you look at the uh, we came that the uh, our our solution is more efficient in terms of the time and of, of course you are not then bound to the only one place and this for example in the morning if you are doing the breakfast the family is waking up you are walking around uh, it, it still gives you the goods uh, even if you are not uh, sitting in one specific fixed spot you mentioned you guys have done a few studies using the device uh, i would love to hear about some of those studies and what the conclusions were whether it be in relation to winter blues or jet lag or whatever that would be do you mind sharing yes yes sure and uh, by the way uh, all our studies uh, you can find uh, from our webpage uh, humancharger.com there's a tab called research and you can download there all the original pdf and uh, there is a two-page uh, summary of the studies and uh, links to the uh, publication where these all these studies has been done so basically uh, if i stay a little bit in a high level so we have been uh, looking this uh, uh, efficacy against the mood during the winter time uh, with, with, uh, with uh, positive effects uh, we have uh, really also looked at the 
can you the first of all of course the first questions were that the can you at all uh, affect uh, with the light on your brain and uh, came out the positive and we have also uh, studied uh, this efficacy against the jet lag and uh, in this uh, jet lag study uh, i think that the tagline there more or less is that the recover half of the time uh, what you would uh, recover during the uh, without using the device so the recovery period is half as long yes yes which is ex- for everybody listening out here that's the average recovery period for one hour time zone is one day if you can picture that being a half a day that's that's pretty incredible already and it is so but we need to realize that the, this is uh, we are talking about the generally outcomes uh, and uh, light therapy as uh, many other therapies also the affect a different way to the different different people and uh, therefore i'm very careful and we are very careful not to oversell the expectation because the, you have seen uh, or we have seen everything from the binary chains and the big eyes what the hell happened now excuse my friends to the level that the uh, this doesn't help me and uh, by the way speaking about this uh, uh, ineffectiveness uh, the uh, it's very important for us that we are absolutely clear that the when you buy the device, uh, you get it with the 30 day money back guarantee. It means that the we want that the people think around to use the device uh, for up to one month and make make only then conclusion. It doesn't help anybody that uh, you you try it once, you are not satisfied, and that there's no alternative afterwards. We want to you to test around uh, and. Uh, if if you after one month you are not happy, then you, then you can return the device. Often we get the people after a couple of tries, they approach us. For example, the, most of the, our customers are still getting the device to help them over the, the winter time. So this kind of the winter time daily morning use is the kind of the most popular still. And uh, often people who get the device. Uh, get back to us after one or two weeks and uh, say that, okay, I tried it in the mornings and didn't help. And for some reason that we are, we don't know, uh, it seems to be that the around 30% of the population gets the out, better outcome if they are using a device early afternoon. So quite often these people, when they are encouraged to try the device in the afternoon against the standard uh, advice first thing in the morning, then they get benefits and uh, and uh, that that also is important that uh, we do have uh, this period of time that you can think around before you kind of to draw the conclusion and, and i wonder and maybe this would just require another study on your guys part but if you overlaid that person's almost melatonin cycle because you do get the the jump in melatonin for a lot of people in the afternoon maybe if you can like correlate melatonin levels with effects it would be very interesting to see that's for sure there is uh, uh, so many interesting things uh, one would like to like to try and uh, i'm sure that in the future we see uh, also ourselves doing more uh, studies Uh, uh, practically our clinical studies have been published between 2011 2017 and uh, at the moment, uh, that is kind of the bulk of our uh, science. It's out there, research is out there. 
and uh, we are definitely interested uh, bordering the uh, kind of the what what we have been looking especially what has been a couple during the couple of years has been extremely interesting to see the studies by the others uh, generally about uh, how the light affects to the human being but not only to some details like uh, there was this study where the mouse brain was uh, beamed with the 40 hertz uh, flickering light uh, and uh, it uh, affected the alzheimer progression and uh, the same team just uh, recently came out of the follow-up study where they included the sound also there i mean when you hear about this kind of the studies ongoing i always think that the thinking about the, our device and the uh, kind of the delivery method what we already have in place it's almost hurts my head to think that the, what kind of the alternatives there could be in the future when we talk about the, uh, the spectrums, we talk about the frequencies and all these uh, possibilities what it can bring. Absolutely. Is there any UVB light in the spectrum right now? Oh, thanks. Thanks that you, you pointed that out. Our device definitely uh, emits the ultraviolet free light. So we are not cooking there anything. And uh, also that uh, translates uh, other way also that the, we are not helping you with your vitamin D. So I always jokingly say that the, if we would have been able to crack the code for the increasing the level of the vitamin D, we would not talking here anymore. Everybody, <laughs> would, everybody would have already our, our device. Exactly. I would be far down the list of people <laughs> you'd want to talk to. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Uh, but that, that, that's important to know that the it's, uh, device is safe in that sense that we are, we are not burning there anything. And uh, let me then also a little bit elaborate the uh, possible side effects. So people who are sensitive to light uh, has described that they get a similar feeling when they are using our device like standing a long time in the sunshine and uh, now during the last uh, four years uh, when i have been going around in you know, different events and uh, making the demos uh, i definitely have met the people who have not felt uh, good using the using the device uh, our device but uh, none of them has uh, found it by using our device that they are sensitive to light they they know it already beforehand and uh, therefore the this doesn't come come as a surprise but the uh, generally the side effects uh, could be described this kind of the staying too long long in a sunshine at the same time just my own n equals one experiment uh, i have tried to overdose myself with the light but uh, apparently full day switching on the 12 minute periods of the light for me i didn't overdose myself so i guess that the we are we are we are different in that sense i haven't quite overdosed myself yet either living in amsterdam is sort of like living in finland sometimes in terms of sunlight and i've been playing with it for the whole winter and uh you know four or five sessions a day hasn't done hasn't made me overdose it certainly made the winter better that's for sure but the, um, the, 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 sorry, sorry to interrupt. Just wanted to uh, tell exactly the relevant point. Uh, the other week, I was approached somebody in the expo, and uh, he was a police officer, and he just came to tell share his experience that he's doing the nighttime and using the device in the nighttime, and it helps him greatly. But he is not the first one who commented that uh, 
he would appreciate to have a longer period of the time than 12 minutes because he keeps the, uh, pushing it a couple of times in a row. And uh, that, that you, you hear often. So that's a very interesting use case, right? So people who have night shift work, which already predisposes you to a lot of pretty bad health outcomes, but you're able to regulate that through effectively targeting these opsins with light, right? It seems like a, a brilliant way to deal with it. Exactly. Let, let's, I mean, this situation is not that far away from the jet lag and yeah, I guess we're, we're going to uh, get to jet lag here in a second because that's something uh, I want to talk to you about. But yeah, actually, the, the kind of the social jet, jet lag also has been uh, brought as a concept uh, earlier. And uh, this is definitely one of the user cases, the, the night shift users. So let's talk about jet lag because one of the things that I like about the human charger is not only is it um, the light on the opsin helping to shift circadian rhythm, but you guys program it for us to make it really easy. If I go into the app, for instance, I put in my flight details and then it just tells me when to hit my brain with light. So let's talk about just kind of like elements that you would want in that jet lag protocol other than you have the light, but what other things should people be doing to ensure that this works properly? Yes. So uh, maybe we start from the uh, app itself. And uh, I have to also admit that the, we, we may do a little bit better job in terms of the passing our message because the unfortunately quite often people who have been uh, using the device uh, have not realized that the, we have actually the app <laughs> There's existing. An app as well. And there the, the might be a people have been uh, tinkering around at how, how I use this for the jet lag and we have an app, have an app. So actually, if you go now to your app store and uh, type human chargers as the one word, you will be able to find, uh, find our app in the iPhone and Android uh, models. And uh, that app actually is just a standalone app. It's more or less a kind of the timer who uh, to, to uh, which gives you the notification if you have allowed the notifications on your phone that when to use the device so at, at, at this moment the app doesn't talk to the uh, human charger itself but it gives you the indication when you should be using and the it uh, practically works as, as follows that uh, you will define your uh, starting point your home airport and uh, then you just uh, type there the, your flight details. Uh, there is an integration to the TripIt app. So if you are using the TripIt, uh, even with the freeware version of the TripIt, uh, and you have uh, forwarded your flight details to TripIt, and you allow the access from the human chart to TripIt, you don't need to uh, type anything there. You just get your flight details, and off you go. You allow the notifications and the app will alert you when you should be using the device. Uh, and uh, logic, uh, people normally put a lot of effort uh, trying to memorize, I'm flying west and then morning or evening and I'm arriving then. And the, I try to think that the uh, best always is to think that the, when you arrive to the new destination and you think that the, what time it is at that moment at home, and if it's night time, most likely you feel tired that is about good time to use the human charger and if not uh, then not so basically just if, if we talk uh, about the concrete example uh, is that the 
like for example, in my case, when I went to uh, Upgrade Lab uh, Labs uh, conference in California, uh, beginning of the April, I, I did fly from the Switzerland to Los Angeles, uh, Switzerland. Even though I'm from Finland originally, our company is from Finland, but I, I live here, so my home is here in Switzerland. Uh, I'm working from the remote uh, home office where I am now talking to you. So the um, time difference is nine hours. So when I arrived in Los Angeles, it means that the uh, during 3 p.m. local time is Los Angeles, I would get the first alert from the app saying that you should be using the device. And that would be a midnight in Switzerland. That, that means that the, my body is uh, uh, still want to go to sleep. It thinks that, the, hey, Yari, Yari, go to sleep. But at 3 p.m., uh, sun is shining outside and uh, don't go to sleep. So I would be using the human charger first time, 3 p.m. And then the app would alert me every second hour, uh, four times totally, meaning 5 p.m., uh, 7 p.m., and 9 p.m. And that means that the, each of those times I would be using the human charger for one session, one dose, one, one, once this 12 minute. And in actually, in, in reality, I normally don't uh, uh, stimulate anymore nine o'clock. I normally try to go already to sleep during that time. So I just, I would use the, uh, the, these three alerts. And, and literally what, what's happening to me is then this, that when I'm using the device, I kind of the slap to my face and say, don't sleep yet. And that is good for two hours, then five o'clock, seven o'clock. We are not taking away your need to sleep. You still need to sleep. This, unfortunately, we cannot uh, change. But we can help you to stay awake during the correct time, how, how it fits to the environment. And uh, that is kind of the logic how this uh, jet lag use works. And as an outcome, you feel more alerted. And even though also I have to be very clear that the, if you follow your, for example, nighttime heart rate, uh, resting heart rate, and so you will realize that the, we are not able to take this uh, sudden change of the metabolism with, with uh, our device and neither can anybody else. But we can help you the feel uh, more alerted and the outcome is that you feel that the you, you are out of the out of this uh, jet lag tiredness uh, uh, much faster than without using the device. Um, then maybe uh, I should also uh, pinpoint here that uh, I mentioned the sun earlier. So um, if you are able to get your sun needs or light needs from that uh, light therapy device called sun, please do that. Go outside enjoy the sun, don't think about technology, don't think about the devices. But uh, if not, then there's the alternatives. And therefore, we have also our device. It's being it the dark time of the winter and so forth. Just realized that when I was giving you the example about going to sunny California. So that's not maybe the best example, because I literally can go there out, outside oh, yeah. and uh, have a sunshine. But uh, that is not, of course, always the case. Yeah, the world is not Southern California, right? <laughs> you know, as much exactly. as I love, as much as I love LA, uh, this is absolutely fantastic. What I've found, and I've told you, I've used this in numerous occasions. Um, even like the one-hour time change, we know that sometimes that that can disrupt 
sleep, right? And even using the human charger in that case makes that process just very, very quick, very, um, very interesting. But I flew from Atlanta to Amsterdam, which is a six-hour time change, and had almost zero experience of, of jet lag after using the human charger. Um, one thing that I've also stacked on top of it, just to share with you, is a time shifter in terms of the time shifter app. So using both has been very effective as well. Yeah, you, you, you throw the very important word there, the stacking. So also, I don't want to ask to leave from this conversation thinking that there is only one single miracle thing that changes everything. The stacking is, is all about it. Also, the, I definitely recommend that uh, you are trying to find uh, practically all means possible that can help you in jet lag. It can be uh, skipping the food during the flight, uh, not touching the alcohol, uh, doing the exercise first thing when you arrived, uh, uh, even, even uh, small things like uh, immediately changing your uh, time on your watch when you are in a plane to the new destination. All this uh, helps you to, to, to adapt to the new situation. And the funny thing is that the, it could be that the, none of these uh, interventions, if you will, might uh, not uh, change the dial in, in uh, uh, isolation, but when you put this all together, suddenly you have the huge impact. And that we have, uh, I think that many times we have also realized that, that the human charter, that the people who even have kind of the tune they came in a high level, that they are doing many things and they might not have uh, exactly the expected result and then they throw the human charter there in a the game, they might get surprise outcome just from because they stepped that couple of last percent to make the difference bit because that some thresh kind of the threshold was overcome. Yeah, absolutely. And to one point that you mentioned earlier about the data, the resting heart rate, HRV, I haven't figured out a way to automatically change that. In fact, travel is one of the things that I can almost guarantee will tank my HRV no matter where I go. So it's very interesting to hear that you've noted that as well. Yeah, the, again, this is just uh, anecdotal me talking about me. Uh, what else? Oh, well, and me talking about <laughs> me too, right? This is not medical the, advice, people. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, I have definitely found out that even with this uh, uh, crossing the continent nine-hour time difference uh, and staying long enough in a location to be able to kind of to fully adapt, uh, even if I'm uh, feeling that my tiredness away uh, in a couple of days or in even one day, uh, I can see that, the, for example, my resting heart rate needs about uh, up to seven days to overcome the nine hours time difference. For me, the takeaway is that the, you cannot really change your metabolism, but you can really change the how do you feel. But, and therefore, this new kind of the techniques, uh, devices has brought us a lot of interesting ways to follow up. Of course, I'm, I'm using my ring to, to monitor this and uh, uh, in each and every trip I really uh, try to learn more and more and that learning uh, uh, activity is also something which kind of the helps because uh, it motivates you to make the correct decisions when you have seen the outcome uh, in the first place. Well said, well said. Let's shift over to product development and sort of what you guys have coming down the pipeline because I received a very interesting email from you 
and I'm sure many others have. But let's talk about the the new device, can we? Yes, yes, we can. So uh, this uh, existing device, what we are now uh, uh, selling, is uh, our third generation device. Uh, this came out about three years ago. And uh, one of the, not only that we have had uh, more or less the same thing working on this, all these generations, meaning the battery pack and LED. One common uh, thing with all our generation has been that when people have tested the device for the first time for, se- for themselves, the first question is that the, can I listen also music? <laughs> and uh, until now, we have had very easy answer, answer is no. But uh, now that is going to be changed. So that is correct that we have now the new device coming out. Uh, we start shipping uh, September 30th this year. And this is the Human Charger wireless headset with audio. Uh, it means that the, we have the, uh, all the same functionality what we have had with this all the time with our device. So we definitely continue being the light therapy device. But if you prefer to have also the audio connectivity, now you would be able to also use the device uh, with connection with the Bluetooth connection to your device and the audio is also there included. Uh, we are at the moment in pre-sale phase and uh, it is still possible that uh, we are also expanding this project, uh, maybe, maybe doing some marketing effort through the Indiegogo or uh, something like that, but uh, we are selling it already and uh, the shipping will start uh, uh, end of the September. Beautiful. And we'll link to all of this at the in the show notes, which is going to be decodingsuperhuman.com slash human charger. Yari, this has been absolutely amazing. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. And I want to go now into the final four questions. And let's let's kick this off with What's one area in the domain of performance which you think should get more attention than it actually is getting currently? Uh, today, the whole field of the performance uh, has expanded. There's so many new new information coming out. So, so almost anything what I uh, say might not be a, a big big surprise. But uh, this might sound a bit of the egoistic answer. But uh, what I have learned during the last six, seven years during different roles of my life is that the, you have to take care of yourself. And for different uh, people, it means different things. But the main point being is that the, if you are not in a top fit condition, you cannot help the others. And the many of us is in a position to help the others. So you need to remember that you won't be help for anybody if you are not performing. So maybe the most important thing from my point of view is that the, please take care of yourself. Wow. That was pretty, that was really well said. I like that. Uh, what's your top trick for enhancing your focus? Again, we already touched that and uh, not so surprisingly, that is the sleep. So you need to prioritize your sleep and uh, kind of the, I throw there just a personal note here. I realized that the I have had the last week a bit of the sleep issues. Uh, two weeks ago, we got the puppy in the house. Uh-oh. So uh, the kids are a little bit uh, older that they are not keeping us awake anymore in the nights. But the, 
with the puppy I got back in the game. And uh, surprisingly, if I'm the last one who puts the puppy in the bed, uh, first one to get it out and uh, maybe some activity between that reminds <laughs> that, that reminds me again that the damn the, this sleep is <laughs> really something that we, we need so answer is sleep definitely you need to sleep absolutely what book has impacted your life significantly and how you show up to perform in it uh, yeah i i would have to throw uh, sorry this 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 will be a slightly uh, longer uh, tangential uh, answer but uh, uh, back in back in a day I, I i used to travel for my uh, engineering related business around the world and uh, of course we all who spent uh, some x amount of the hours in the airports will find ourselves uh, looking looking the uh, bookshelves in the different uh, locations and uh, if nothing else just uh, marveling the titles of the of the books and the i always were kind of the smiling when i saw this book called the monk who sold his ferrari and uh, yes and yes i knew that that kind of the book did exist uh, then i kind of the, uh, made a life change 2012 when i took the role for the couple of years to stay home with the kids and uh, this was uh, i remember very well june 2012 i was in uh, Stockholm airport and uh, that was my last uh, business related flight for a while uh, back home to Switzerland and I was walking around the airport and I was looking these uh, the bookshelves there and the, there was this book <laughs> again looking at me the monk who sold his Ferrari and I thought okay well maybe I, I start my new life with this meaning that the, I was making the actions changing the life with the book without really thinking about what this book would contain it was just for me the funny title I took the book with me and uh, pretty much started reading it on the, on the flight home and uh, went through it very quickly and uh, anybody who knows about the book or the writer uh, the author Robin Sarma uh, uh, can understand that uh, there is a big big message there and uh, let maybe I, I don't go there the, in the in the message itself, but the the this book kind of the not only that I was already making my change in life, but uh, it changed uh, my life in that sense that the I realized that the, there is a world out there that uh, is worth looking through the different set of the eyes that maybe you have been always uh, looked upon uh, like through the certain filter me being like. Uh, engineer, traveling, hardworking, only technical things kind of the uh, brain. And uh, so this uh, Robin's book, uh, Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, is definitely there in my list. And then later, I, I like, to, uh, like to mention another interesting book uh, called uh, Your Brain at Work by David Rock. And uh, this is the kind of the, this was the introductory to me for the brain uh, uh, science in that sense that the, in a very nice narrative way the book goes through the family day and it describes the situations how they went and how they could have been gone better if persons would have understood what's going on in terms of the hormones and brain cells so, so this uh, book i find that every year i either listen it audio or go through through once again this has been a marvelous book and 
I cannot highly highly recommend that enough. Sounds like my Amazon account's gonna get another ding this afternoon. Yari, where can people find out more about you and the company? Yes, so uh, on the internet, uh, you can find us from the humancharter.com and we are in uh, Twitter and Instagram. We are also the human charter. I'm extremely uh, inactive today uh, in uh, social media, but uh, <laughs> I have the account in Instagram, uh, yari.koponen. Uh, that's, that's like my name, so you can, you can find me there. But the best place definitely to find out uh, What's going on with us is the our webpage uh, humancharter.com. Yari, this has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, to the superhumans listening to this one, we're going to have the show notes at decodingsuperhuman.com/humancharger. Yari, once again, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for this awesome device. It's upgraded my jet lag experience and made the winter blues really a thing of the past. So thank you so much for for this great device. Thanks, Boomer. It was uh, grateful to be here. Excellent. To all the superhumans listening, have an absolutely epic day. Superhumans, before you go, two asks from me. Number one, if you can head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and just give us a five-star rating, it really helps get the word out. Number two, if you can give us a little feedback, send us an email at podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com. Those of you that have actually taken advantage of this, know that I read and respond to each one. Thank you so much for listening and have an absolutely epic day.